Good morning, good morning. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the podcast, The Endurance of Labor Laws. I'm your lovely host, Leslie Sullivan. Today is episode 279, and we're going to take a look at what is called the Internal Revenue Service, also known as the IRS. So, very interesting agency. It is huge. Um, they have a ginormous budget every year, which is probably why they have way too much power. And so, we're going to talk about that in a, in a little more detail. But let's go ahead and take a look at the basics first. So, the IRS was originally formed July 1st, 1862. Um, its type is Revenue Service in terms of a federal agency. Its jurisdiction, of course, is the federal government of the United States and it implements taxes on the American people. Um, it is headquartered in Washington, D.C. Um, in terms of employees, they have way too many. And these are full-time employees. So as of 2019, they had 74,454 employees. That is almost 75,000 employees. And they probably have well over that now, considering it's 2023. Um, so that very much concerns me because this is a very fat, bloated tick department, and it doesn't need to be. I don't think it's run very well. It has not been run very well for decades, for a really long time. We'll talk about that in just a moment. In terms of their annual budget, so hold on to your hats, folks. Their annual budget, which means they get this money every year, and it's given to them by the Congress. The Congress is made up of both Democrats and Republicans. So it's not just Democrats that are allowing this budget to be a problem. It's Republicans as well. Their annual budget as of 2019 is 11.303 billion dollars. So almost 11.4 billion dollars per year. That probably is over that now because this is from 2019. They do have an agency um executive, so basically a director and they have several different layers of commissioners and all these different offices and things like that which is basically um it, it's basically to tell you it's a lot of money very much a lot of money in terms of their parent agency that would be the department of the treasury so i'm not a fan of this agency but we do need it i just think it needs to be gutted i think their budget should not be more than probably 500 million a year this getting up to 12 billion a year and again it's probably over that now because this data is old that is excessive excessive just think about how much a billion dollars is that is insane absolutely insane So it's it's very disappointing to me that we have an agency like this that has just gotten way out of control. I mean, this is just insane. I knew it was probably going to be bad just because number 1, it's a federal agency, which means it's under the umbrella of the federal government. Also, it's dealing with our taxes. So, of course, they're going to want a lot of money. Let me put it this way. Imagine how much money would not be taken out of your check if this agency was gutted and just start from scratch we still need this agency because we do need someone to collect the revenue to collect tax dollars 
But having almost 75,000 employees and it taking $11.3 billion a year to do that, I mean, it's not rocket science. The problem is this agency is flooded with bureaucrats, basically people that are appointed They are not elected. They are appointed to these different positions of power within our government. And to me, that disgusts me. We have so many people in Washington that are citizens of the United States. And when I say Washington, I mean Washington, D.C., which is the District of Columbia, in case you are listening from another country, which I know a lot of you are. I know that Egypt and Iran is listening in, Saudi Arabia Uh, Yemen has started listening in. Good to see all of you. Morocco and some other countries as well. We love you very much. We love to see you guys and we would love to hear from you. If you have any questions or you want to hear a specific topic or you want to hear more about a specific topic, email us. You can email us at yourlaborlaws at gmail.com or you can hit the contact me button on the podcast website. So, This agency, do we need it? Yes. I'm not arguing against that. We do need this agency. Number one reason is because if you're going to collect tax dollars, your government needs to have a system that actually works because this one does not. You need a system in place and you need people in that role, workers, to collect the money, to count the money. And then to divide it out to wherever it needs to go, which technically is part of their job, <coughs> excuse me, and the job of Congress, because Congress has the power of the purse. And Congress is supposed to be telling the federal government no to bad spending and overspending. Like, for example, Sending a whole bunch of money, and I mean millions, if not billions of dollars, to the Ukraine. That's insane. Those are our tax dollars that are collected by the IRS from our paychecks. And the federal government, via Congress, is sending our hard-earned money, our cash, our currency, to the Ukraine. That war over there is not our business. I don't like it. I don't like what Russia is doing to the Ukraine. But, I mean, what a surprise, right? And of course, I'm speaking metaphorically here. But the Ukraine is not this innocent, sweet little country that you think it is. If you think it's sweet and innocent, it's not. We have, we have talked about Russia a little bit. And I think we'll probably do several episodes talking about Russia So that way, we have a clear understanding of the history of Russia and their current government process and some of their leaders. Because it's not just Putin. Putin is the dictator over there, supposedly the president that supposedly people vote for. But there are many people involved in the Russian government. There are people over in Russia that they love having a dictator because they know that if they just do his will and his bidding... They can have a really high-paid government post within the government. They can have a secure job. Well, you know what? Stalin did the exact same thing, and he was a nut. And 
he started executing people. I don't think Putin is as nutty as Stalin, but he's getting close. He's getting close to it. But my point is this. I find it very interesting that Congress, especially Democrats, they they totally accused Trump of Russian collusion and all this stuff which was not proven at all. In fact, it was disproven. And you have these Democrats that are freaking out over Russia all the time. And it's like, well, if you're really against Russia and if you're really concerned about Russia, why would you vote yes in any way shape or form to send our tax dollars to the Ukraine, which is part of the Soviet bloc. In case you don't remember, the the Soviet bloc was and still is an area. It's it's basically an area of land, it's pretty large that borders the Russian Empire, aka the Russian Federation. And it was part of the USSR, which was communist Russia. When the Berlin Wall fell, and communism supposedly fell, it's it has reared its ugly head over there again with Putin and some other factions over there. When the Berlin Wall fell and the USSR completely collapsed, all of these I would say peoples and little mini nations that were under the dictatorship of the USSR, they all of a sudden became free. So it's almost like they became federated states. It's almost kind of like what they became like. So you have all these countries, most of them corrupt, especially we have seen this in the Olympics and other areas. You have all these countries that all of a sudden came out of the woodwork. They claim to be a democracy. They are not. They never really left the Soviet bloc. They never really left communist Russia. Were they liberated? Yes. Yes, when that wall fell, there was freedom like this world had not seen probably since the United States became a country. I mean, it was it was pretty powerful. It was a very powerful moment. I mean, it shocked the world. But here's the thing. There were many people, surprisingly, in those I would say Soviet bloc nations and countries they still wanted to be communist which is dumb some of them still wanted to be under communist rule which is dumb many of them consider themselves to be russian which is dumb because you're you're not russian and you're not equal to russia if you're being dominated duh but unfortunately sorry my stomach's growling um unfortunately communism has a way of manipulating the mind that I have not seen with other forms of government. I just haven't seen this before. Communism tends to be a tremendous problem. Just look at communist China. So, I mean, again, I think it's very interesting and ironic that the liberal left and these Democrats in Washington DC are elected officials, are elected leaders 
they they talk about the human rights violations of China. And China is communist. It's a communist regime. It's very evil, it's very wicked. Democrats complain about how horrible Russia is and that they interfere with our election, right? But yet they are sending our money overseas to the Ukraine. And the guy that that is their leader, I think he's my age or a little bit younger, like 39 or 38, and the way he dresses, he reminds me of Fidel Castro. He's not a normal leader, and he's not a good leader. A good leader doesn't expect money from other people like that. He's a greedy. I don't know if he's necessarily evil because I don't know him well enough to say that, but he's a greedy, corrupt um, official. And I think it's really interesting that he chooses to dress like a communist. Well, what does that tell you? The Ukraine never really left the Soviet bloc. That's what that means. And considering considering that the Ukraine never really left the Soviet bloc and they they never really considered themselves to be truly a democracy. Like they they claim to be a democracy, like they claim to have a constitution, they claim to have freedom. It's a lie. All you have to do is look at all the corruption that has been taking place since they became a country. And if you look closely, that corruption is no different than how things were operating before they became a country. Many of those liberated countries in the Soviet bloc are extremely corrupt. Why? Because they are still Russian. And I'm not saying that all Russians are bad, but very few of them are good. And I've worked with some Russians over the years. And the ones I've worked with They were younger than me. By like, I don't know, 5 to 15 years or something. They were unbelievably corrupt young people. Why? Because they they have the Russian mindset. Like they may have American citizenship, but they are not loyal to the United States, not at all. Most people, especially younger people that are from Russia and they have <coughs> excuse me. They have dual citizenship. Their loyalty is not to the United States. It's to Russia. So again, <coughs> excuse me. I find it very odd that anyone that is an American and or an elected official of any kind would want our taxpayer dollars that are supposed to be spent here at home first they want them to go overseas and get involved in a conflict that that's not it's not part of us it's not our issue and my personal opinion is that if we are going to be spending or sending any kind of money overseas we better be fighting and we better win Like if we're going to send money to the Ukraine, okay, then we better fight Ukraine and take their land and take their resources. What's the point of of pouring your money down a rat hole? This whole financial assistance, this international aid is a joke. It's a crock. 
The United States is not the world's personal piggy bank. I'm so sick of this. I am so sick of this. I am I am shocked and just taken aback that people in the United States, anyone in the United States is for sending money overseas. I just think, wow, okay, are you for fraud and embezzlement? Because if you're not, we shouldn't be sending any kind of financial aid or or weaponry to the Ukraine. What a joke to be a part of that. So here's the thing. The IRS it was created to help raise money for the American Civil War. So the North wanted money to fight the South. And the North had money. Why? Because of the industrial revolution and they had more industry in the north whereas in the south we're talking about the American Civil War here the south was not as industrialized they were more farming so the the internal revenue service was not created to collect money on a it wasn't created to collect money permanently it was supposed to be temporary did you know that income tax was supposed to be temporary it was supposed to be temporary to fund the american civil war not someone else's war our civil war but here's the thing the powers that be in the federal government at the time they loved money even back then and they thought hey let's just continue this let's continue this and initially this department was created under the umbrella of the treasury then eventually it became its own agency the internal revenue service which is what we know as today the IRS what's interesting is that many times in American history the American income tax was supposed to be temporary like technically we were not founded on taxation like that we we did tax import and export like we basically just had a sales tax which I'm all for because that's equality income tax is a violation of equality always has been always will be because it's always punished more successful people than those that don't make as much money our founding fathers did not want that and here's why they didn't want it because it's a rigged system they saw that rigged system in the monarchy of the united kingdom aka great britain They did not want the United States to resemble a monarchy in any way shape or form. But guess what? It does. It does resemble a monarchy. Because now we have trillions of dollars being sucked dry out of our paychecks. It goes to the federal government 
And man, did they spend it like a kid in a candy store. Considering how much this department alone spends per year, and again, 11.3 billion dollars per year, and that's an old budget. That's from 2019. So just so you know, every year they get the same amount if not more. They never ask for less money, never. That's why departments like this need to be gutted because this technically this department this agency was supposed to be temporary. And here's the thing. It was founded to be under the treasury, not its own department. So here's the thing, once you make something its own department, it's very difficult to get rid of it. Unfortunately, I do think we need the IRS because we are such a large country now. We have way more people in this country in terms of numbers and population wise as opposed to when this department was created back in 1862. Now here's the thing. We should not be funding anybody else's war. That's not our responsibility. We are not the policemen of the world. Sometimes we are. I don't like that cuz here's the thing. I kind of feel like sometimes as Americans we are stuck in the middle. And here's why. We are the only country on the on the planet that is truly a capitalistic society that has a democracy. Is our country perfect? No. But it's a whole lot better than any other country and any other government on the face of this earth. We can always work on our improvements, but here's the thing. How can we work on things here at home if we're sending millions and billions and trillions of dollars overseas and getting involved in all these conflicts that that we're not getting anything out of it? When a country gets involved in someone else's business, there should be a reward for that. We are not a slush fund. But unfortunately, many countries make demands on the United States and sometimes they do it in a weak, a weak, whippy, whiny manner. Oh, look at us, we're oppressed. Okay, stand up for yourselves. Fight. Fight. Like can you imagine if there was war here in the United States? I mean, do you think that Americans would flee to Mexico if we were being attacked or something? No. Like I I cannot imagine fleeing my country and not defending it. And I can't imagine expecting the entire planet or all of Europe to pay our bills. To pay our expenses. I I just I cannot imagine that. And I just think the arrogance of that attitude problem. Well, that's the attitude problem of pretty much the rest of the planet. Especially those that rely way too heavily on the financial support of the United States which whenever we're talking about the United States in terms of financial support we're talking about the American taxpayer which is you and me so i just find it to be very hypocritical that you have the liberal left and i say liberal left because not all democrats are crazy liberal nutbags there there are many democrats i feel sorry for them at times because they're being just 
run over by these crazy liberals. Moderate Democrats are actually pretty cool people. It's these crazy ones that I'm just like they have hijacked the Democratic Party and have just ruined it. Like I miss my traditional Democrats. I miss them. I miss you guys. I don't know where you are, but I miss you. And I love you very much. I just really miss you. Like I miss I can't believe I'm saying this. I miss the good old days where all you had were were moderate democrats. You didn't have any crazy liberal nutbags and you have conservatives. I mean that that was it. You had a few crazy libertarians, but they're always a little nutty and always a little immoral and weird and they claim to be Christian but they're really not or they they claim to care about liberty and freedom but yet they're atheists and they really just want permission to do whatever they want usually sexually and it's never a good idea because it's it's perverted um but anyway I miss my regular moderate democrats because I kind of feel like the democratic party I should say I feel like I know I know the democratic party has been taken over by some really bad people and I just think This has got to stop. This has got to stop. This this craziness in the Democratic Party, but here's the thing, the way the only way it's going to stop is if Democrats make it stop. If they say, "Hey, we're not going to vote like that anymore. We're not going to send our citizens money overseas." We're not going to get we are not going to get involved in conflicts that do not directly involve the United States. And if we do have to get involved, we have to have a say in it. We have to. Here's the thing, at this point in time, pretty much the United States and our representatives, our leaders, you know, they're basically taking orders from other countries. and it has to do with money. You would think the IRS would not allow that. You would think. You would think the MIT would not allow that, which is the the department, the agency that um that produces our coinage. You would think the treasury would would put a stop to this nonsense and again the treasury is the federal agency that prints our money like our paper money our currency our certificates our reserve notes and things of that nature like you would think that all of these federal agencies would care about the United States and the stability of the United States but that is not what has happened and that is not what is currently happening what's interesting is that most people that care about the United States are people that do not work for the federal or even the state government. Government workers are some of the most arrogant people I've ever met in my life. I think they're worse than like the real housewives of like Miami or something. See what you have to remember is that like even for the IRS, many of these employees and again as of 2019 there were 74,454 full-time employees so that means they're full-time full-time pay, full-time wages, full-time benefits, full-time perks, right? Most of these employees are unionized. So, 
Not only do they get a cushy federal government job, but they have a union that backs them. That is corrupt. Because many of these workers, they are already overpaid. And it's very difficult to fire people in the federal government. Like we're not just talking about elected officials. What I'm talking about is that we have way too many people that have federal jobs in the government. And we have way too many people in the government that are just regular federal workers. They're not elected. They're just hired to do a job if they do the job, right? It's very difficult to fire people in the federal government. It's very much like our military. Instead of firing someone, they promote them and move them to a different department. Now, if that happens in the private sector, oh, there's a scandal. But when it happens in the public sector, it's accepted. It's tolerated, it's encouraged, it's enforced, and it's kept secret, it's kept quiet until there's a whistleblower. There have been many whistleblowers in regards to these federal agencies, especially the IRS. There was one scandal that happened, I'm trying to remember, I think it was, oh, I'm trying to remember if it was during President Obama's first term or his second term, but there was a pretty big scandal that hit the fan in terms of the news where the IRS um they had a conference at a at a hotel which they didn't need to have like all expenses paid and these IRS workers they just partied it up and a video leaked of these IRS workers shaking their tushes on the dance floor at our expense it was weird And I just think what does that tell you about the IRS and whoever approved that party? I mean, you don't have to rent out a hotel to have a meeting with your employees, but but that's the stupidity of these higher-ups in the IRS or in any federal agency. So it's kind of like, wow. Wow. It really shows you the truth about who's in charge of what and what they really think about the American taxpayer, which isn't much. When you have a federal agency that is supposed to be they're they're supposed to be handling your tax dollars with care, with ethics and morals and they're supposed to be a good steward of someone else's money when they are spending a minimum a minimum of 11.3 billion dollars per year per year that is insane now i'm not like the vec whatever his last name is i call him swami but the vet he wants to completely abolish the IRS and the FBI and then someone else and i don't agree with that and i'm saying this as a republican capitalist <coughs> excuse me we are a large country now the united states we had a 
large amount of people that live here even just legally not a fan of the illegals that live here never have been never will be because it's illegal but for the people that live here legally we have a large country it belongs to us and whenever you have a large country and you have a large populace you have to have things in place especially regards to your tax dollars you have to have a system in place that works to lawfully and legally and systematically collect those tax dollars and use them appropriately you know we we've got a system in place that is quick to take your money we have a system in place that's quick to spend your money but it's not done appropriately it's not done ethically meaning they don't have ethics i mean this is just insane <clears throat> like can you imagine if there is a company out there that spent 11.3 billion dollars a year and expected consumers to pay even more for a product that isn't even that good See that's what federal agencies do. They do spend tax dollars, but and that is what they're supposed to do, but not like this. See, the the federal government they don't create revenue. They take it. They do not create it. Only the private sector can create revenue. The federal government takes that revenue. and it's supposed to take revenue in the form of taxation but our country was not founded on taxes we were never supposed to have an income tax never and did you know that at one point in time we've had tax brackets that went as high as taking 70 to 80% of your income And some of you that are socialists might think, well, that's just on the rich. Really? What if you are rich? Would you want 70 to 80% of your money that you earned going to the government and just going down a rat hole and then the government just overspends on parties that it throws for itself or it sends it to crooked and corrupt nations overseas? That here's the thing. Once we give them that money over there, especially the Ukraine, and also these countries in like Africa and South Africa or whatever you know once the money goes over there we don't know what happens to it you know are you aware of that like we really have no way of auditing it we're having to rely on these very very shady and corrupt countries to be honest with us good luck with that that's like asking a bookie at a horse track race to be honest about his line of work like it's just not going to happen because they don't want you to know what they're doing it's the exact same thing with the ukraine the soviet bloc and some of these very corrupt countries in africa and in the southern part of africa very corrupt and when i say corrupt i'm not talking about all of their citizens i'm talking about their government they're very corrupt 
crooked leaders that are in power and what's interesting and very sad and I'll close with this there are many countries in Africa that their citizens have been suffering for a long time but it's their own stupidity and I don't mean that negatively but they have allowed really bad people usually men it's mostly men that are very bad evil dictators over there in Africa and they just suck their citizens dry of their money they terrorize them sometimes they kill them sometimes they have massive genocide over there but yet they expect money from the United States to quote unquote help rebuild their society well your society is your problem and it's also your honor whatever happens in your country it happens in your country not ours we are not responsible to rebuild anybody's infrastructure we are not responsible for rebuilding someone else's uh, someone else's financial system that that's not our responsibility as a country the united states has tremendous debt so how can we actually be helping people all we're doing is shooting ourselves in the foot by going along with all this stuff Also, it's supposed to be an honor to help your country, meaning you take ownership of your country. That's why I said previously, I cannot ever imagine fleeing my country and just handing it over to some crooked nation or something or or some evil dictator. No, you stay and fight. You fight. You love your country, prove it. Fight for it. Stand your ground. That's what the colonists did and that's why we have America. You know, you would think that it would not be anything new to stand up for what's right, but it seems to me like the United States is one of the few countries that actually can, you know, consistently stands up for what's right. It's just that our leaders do not do a very good job of balancing the books. And Congress needs to learn to start telling these liberal Democrats no. No. We are not sending any taxpayer money to the Ukraine. We're not sending any taxpayer money to Venezuela or or to Africa. Any of those countries there. We are not the world's personal piggy bank. But that is basically what the IRS has become. Even though it's an American agency, it's a federal agency, it's operated by American citizens, but yet as American citizens, the rest of us that don't work for the IRS, it's like we have no say in what happens with our money. You know, we have a lot of people here at home that need help first before we start doling it out so to speak, all this money to other nations that you know, they got themselves they got themselves in the trouble they can get themselves out. And, you know, I know that there's really sad news footage. I mean, I get it, but you know what? We're I'm not interested in someone else's violin. I've said this before, I will say it again. Everybody has a violin, but not everybody plays it at the same volume. 
I think we have a lot of people that need to grow up. And many of them are overseas. But I will go ahead and in this podcast, this lovely episode, but as usual until next time, I pray that you're happy, healthy and whole, that you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week. Thank you so much. God bless and bye-bye. Still